There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome Uh-oh. to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Am I talking to 7-1, everything entertainment, everything Kenny's hunting again. Uh-huh. Whoa! Where's that I'm rooster? Jace. Where's that uh, rooster? <laughs> There we Whoa. go. Yeah. I just deleted those Hey-o. off my phone. Me just too. in case I have a heart attack here before the uh, end of the day, I don't want somebody to open up my phone. Oh, and, I might know. have one too. Let me get rid I of mine too. too. Yeah, just in case. Uh, for the record, I did not. <laughs> I just. Um, well, you're allowed. <laughs> yeah, I just Whoa. wanted to be very Whoa. clear about that. Yeah. She just wants to take a look at it one more time. I though. did. Oh, wow, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, me too. Um. <laughs> Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. We're glad that you're here because we've been doing this, uh, not the show, but we've been doing uh, Santa Stops for 72 years. We've been doing Santa Stops. years, yep, yep. It's the 74th annual (laughs) Santa Stop, benefiting our friends and family at the Ronald McDonald House. And uh, today, we're doing a virtual Santa Stop. Now, sometimes, you know, we're in person. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, because of uh, this and that, uh, we cannot be. So we are thrilled to team up with Voyage Healthcare today. And we're so happy. In a few minutes, we're going to be joined by one of our friends from Voyage. But please, there are four drop-off locations for Voyage Healthcare. And uh, one of them's in Plymouth. One's in Maple Grove, Osseo, Crystal. And you can also do cash donations as well. So... Please drop off your toys for the 77th annual Santa Project to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities. Uh, and thanks to Voyage Healthcare, we greatly appreciate them for partnering uh, with us. You're the best this. every year. Yeah, every and year. There's a, there's a list, too, if you maybe thinking at like teenage kids or the moms and dads at Ronald McDonald House. They have a huge wish list if you go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa. Thank you, my dear friend. Mm-hmm. And again, we have a friend coming up in uh, just a few minutes. Um, but speaking of just a few minutes, I saw a couple of Broadway shows. I was in New York um, over the weekend with my gal pals and uh, had a great time and was lucky enough to have the opportunity to see Hades Town, the Tony Award winning musical, and um, Come From Away. And uh, I will begin with Come From Away uh, because, quite honestly and quickly, it is the show that I loved more. Um, and it is both are actually getting ready to come to Minneapolis, uh, in the traveling productions, yeah. uh, in the Hennepin Broadway series. And if you do not know, come from away is about, um, the events of post nine 11. Now you're thinking right now, like, what, 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 what? where obviously the FAA shut down air, uh, travel, 
um, immediately, and the planes had to go somewhere. And this is a story of a very small town in Newfoundland, Newfoundland who uh, gets hundreds and uh, thousands of new residents for five days. Um, they all have to land at this small airport in the small town, and it is fantastic. Um, the the staging of it, um, the way that the the ensemble, the main cast, not only plays the town folks, but they also play the people on the airplanes. Um, uh, you know, you, you follow a certain number of of passengers, and you follow a certain number of the town folk, and the the this wonderful cast through wonderful direction. They morph back and forth between the townsfolk to the passengers, and they are stellar. This Broadway cast is stellar, and the way that it is staged, you know, in one minute, the chairs on the stage are put into rows, so it looks like an airplane, and then boom, the next minute, the chairs are spread across the stage to look like a bar in Canada um, and, and or a Tom Hortons, which kind of opens the show. There's a big Tom Horton sign. The staging, um, uh, the music, the cast, the story, um, and it's it's short. It's uh, it's literally I, it's just over 90 minutes. It's about uh, 110 minutes. And uh, there's no intermission. I don't know if there will be in the traveling show. Um, I doubt it. Um, it was a winner. Um, the, the, the ladies loved it. I loved it. We walked out and just had nothing but glowing things to say. Um, so when it comes, come from away, Mm. go see it. It's really good. Is it an emotional roller coaster? Yeah. You know, because one of the, you know, I'm glad that you asked that one of the, one of the characters is a female pilot for American airlines. And my understanding is this story is, uh, and the characters are, I I should say loosely based on real individuals. And, um, one of the main characters is a female, uh, pilot for American airlines. One of the first, I believe. And you kind of follow her journey. I hate that word, but you know, um, you learn that she's loved aviation for all these years and she loved flying more than anything. And this experience made her question her love of aviation. Um, you know, the events of nine 11 through her, her prism was fascinating and a little heartbreaking. We all, we all have dreams. Um, you know, I think all four of us, you know, I, I think it's fair to say had some sort of broadcasting dream. Uh, can you imagine if that dream was soured by something and what that emotionally is like for her? Mm-hmm. And then you have a passenger who, you know, b- because you forget. And one of the characters says this. This is before the time where everybody had a cell phone. So these individuals on these ancillary planes, uh, there was only about one or two people on each of these planes that even had a cell phone. So when they're landing in Canada, when they're landing in Newfoundland, they have no idea really what's going on. They can't get a hold of their loved ones. They can't find out about their loved ones, nor can they let their loved ones know that they're okay. Um, and you forget about that. I mean, living in a 2021 world, you forget the limitations yeah. in, in 2001 and mm. and the emotional toll that it takes over the five days on this one particular woman who can't get a hold of her child. Um, her adult child, and then you find out what happens to to to, to that kid. Um, 
Now, what I just described sounds very heavy. Those are just two stories in a wonderfully um, comedic narrative. Um, And they managed to walk both really well. The drama, I cried. Lisa cried. I think Jen cried. Um, And then the next minute, you're singing a hysterical song set in a a bar in Newfoundland. And it's great. Um, I was, it was an unexpected little joy for me. I didn't know a lot about it. Um, it wasn't on my, you know, top list to see, but, uh, it was for one of my friends and we went and, um, I was taken by come from away. So yeah, I I want to see it now. You do want to see it. Believe Mm. me. Um, I can't wait to go back. I want to, I want to see the traveling cast. Um, cause if they're anything like the Broadway cast, which I'm just going to, focus on the positive and say, I'm sure they will be. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, you guys are thoroughly going to love it, thoroughly enjoy it. So there I went we go. to college with the girl who played the reporter in the original Broadway cast, Janice. It's a great character. And yeah. She, she originated the role on Broadway. So <laughs> it's I've a always character. just been really wanting to see it. Mm. You, you will, you will love it, Don. You will love it. Um, the staging of it is quite brilliant. Um, how they take a very simple stage uh, and yeah. kind of... I saw it on the vi- Tonys uh-huh. whenever in like 2017. I was yeah. watching the Tonys and I hadn't realized that she was in it. I was like, oh my God, there's Kendra. And yeah, it was just folding chairs. It seemed like that they moved around a lot. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. And somehow you feel like you're there and mm. can't... You feel like you're you're in Newfoundland. That's so. cool. Come from away. Go get tickets when it comes to the Twin Cities. Um, now, usually we do read your sticks here, but um, because I was at uh, uh, because I was in New York over the weekend with the gal pals, uh, the Lisa La Corsier, my friend Hey Hey Haley from L.A., and then uh, uh, not to be uh, forgotten, uh, Jen. Um, we had a, a Sex in the City esque girls weekend, and uh, we're lucky enough to see two shows come from away, which I reviewed in the six o'clock hour. If you missed that, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast a little bit later. Um, and the other show is Hades Town, uh, the Tony Award winning Hades Town, and it is a musical, and it is uh, basically uh, a, a Greek myth about Orpheus, um, and where. Orpheus goes down uh, to Hades Town to rescue his lover, and it's kind of a modern retelling of that. And um, Hades is played by the husband of my friend uh, Paige Davis, uh, legendary Broadway actor pa- uh, Patrick Page. And um, to bottom line it, I liked it. I did not love it. Uh, if I'm being very honest and, you know, it's weird for me to say that because I, you know, I, 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 I you know, you never want to say that in front of your friend whose husband is the lead. So oh it was my really gosh, it's a very honest review. I love it. Yeah. I, I cause it was, it, but it I wasn't was, him though. Right. Is it the story? Is it the pacing? Was it too long? Um, I have learned to ask this lately. Um, so I'm going to ask right now. How honest should I be? Anybody? Anybody? How completely honest? Always, yeah. It's not like you're going to take away ticket sales when it comes here. Come on, spill the tea. Lie like a rug. Lie. I believe me. After the last few weeks, Um, just lie. um, It'll be a lot easier if you just lie. Here's the deal. I I will. (laughs) Thank you, Kenny. I knew. No, we want to hear the truth. No, it's Um, just. 
lie. <laughs> I now easier. know. Yeah, I know what's good for me now. Um, I didn't love him. I'm just going to. Okay, I, I got to be honest. I didn't. Uh, um, I, I didn't. I didn't oh. love um, Patrick in it because his his voice and he and he purposely does this. And some people love it. I mean, obviously, dude was nominated for a Tony. So mm-hmm. who the hell am I? Right. But this is what and we talked about this the whole trip. This is how he sang as Hades. You come down to Hades Town. The walls are <laughs> built around Hades Town. And if you think I'm joking, I am not. Um, I'm sure if Lisa LaCourcier is listening, she could back me up. It was almost distracting. Now, look, uh. he does, he is doing it on purpose, and it is a creative decision. Um, that is supposed to aid in his, um, he's supposed to be a very evil presence. And, 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 and he's doing this and he's singing like this to add a sense of dread and, and a sense of stature um, to, to his version of Hades. But I will tell you, for me, it was just distracting. Mm. And um, so uh, there's that. Now, is okay. it is yeah? Is he awful? Absolutely, it's Patrick Page. He's he's fantastic. I just his singing voice just really kind of got to me after a while. Wait, so and you're he, watching this with Page? Page is sitting next to me. Do you control your face? Did you say? <laughs> had you had a cocktail? Was there a reaction? So you or, can numb your um, senses. Did she warn you? Uh, um, no, none of that. But. She's such a sweetheart. She checked in 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 intermission. She goes, "Are you following it?" Because it is very, you know, if you don't know anything about Greek myths, and I will tell you, it is a it is a it is a part of uh, it is a thing that I do not know a lot about. But I was following it. But I, I'm not overly familiar with a lot of Greek myths. Um, so if you are not. Some of it initially may go over your head of like, what the hell's happening? Yeah. You may, you may, if you, when you come to see the traveling uh, show here in Minneapolis, the first couple minutes, you will kind of be like, okay, what's, what the hell is this? Like, what's, it's, is it New Orleans? Is it hell? Is it above hell? Is it hell's waiting room? Why are they singing? And what's the trombone? There's a trombone in hell? What the hell is this? You know what I mean? You're kind of... If any instrument's going to be in hell, it's a trombone. Yeah. You you are... I, I was... I'm kidding. Wow, Don. I'm just wow. kidding to all of our trombone players out there. Yeah. So you, you, you could be, like me, like a dumb guy, you could be a little lost at first. But once you know it's based on a Greek myth... That frees you, and then you 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 kind of are in the story because it's about this young love. It's about, uh, like I said, it's a uh, it's a, a, about Orpheus, um, who is a waiter, who is a, portrayed as a waiter in this kind of New Orleans style restaurant. Um, oh, I is, love it! Yeah, you, Dawn, you will love this. Um, Colin will love this. N- now, here's where um, here's. So Here's is it where, jazz music? Ooh, there's more. Yes. It's jazz music. Okay, good, good, good. It's, it, it, has, it has ribbons of New Orleans in it. Ooh. I mean, it really, the setting, the, the, the set, um, the music, the band, yes, it is very New Orleans, which is glorious. That was actually my favorite aspect of it. <clears throat> now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lean in, everybody. <laughs> Here's, 
here's where here's where um at the end of the trip yesterday when we we did our rose and thorn which we always do when we when we have a trip give us your rose your high point your low point the girls and I we said we didn't really have a low point our high point was this was a situation where um you know how you try not to laugh at a funeral and you're holding or an uncomfortable moment and you got the giggles and you're holding it in and it hurts so bad that your head wants to explode. Mm-hmm. That is what occurred um, oh, no. at the that is what occurred at the end of <laughs> Hades Town, because just so everybody knows the seating order, it is Haley way at the end and Haley has no idea what is occurring. Then it is Lisa La Corsier. Then it is Jennifer. Then it is me. And then Paige. So, you know me. I am a little ADHD. And no. <laughs> um, and you also know that um, I'm cursed with people sitting near me, whether it's a movie or Broadway show. Alexis has been with me several times. Well, the curse is alive and well. Oh, because no. at the end of the second act, there's something sad that happens. Hmm. And we had a, um, a 20-something and his mother behind us who talked during a lot of the show. But oh. that's not what bothered me. That's not what bothered me. Oh. What bothered me, but yet, thank goodness for our radio show, dude would grunt at the most inopportune times. And I'm not kidding. There's a part in the first act where there's something joyous that happens, and there's a big crescendo of the song. So I'm going to act like I'm the song, okay? It's okay. like... Oh, this is fantastic. This is Fantastic! Huh. (laughs) Breaks the silence with a like, huh. Like, huh. And says it like that loud. Breaks the silence. I thought it was more of a, uh. oh. You probably had good seats too. Uh, We were in like third row. Oh my God. So the actors can hear him. Third or fourth row. They can hear him. Yeah, so it was literally like this big happy moment of like, we are in love. Huh. And Jen about died. And I'm like, okay, so that's act one. Oh. So now in so now in act two, mm. this is the swirling of activity. I have Paige next to me. Who Paige, though she's seen this show 38 times, Paige is really wrapped up in the emotion and she's crying. So I have I have Paige crying next to me and I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to react. Do I touch her arm? Do I comfort her? So she's reacting to the love story unfolding. So I have Paige next to me. (laughs) I have Paige next to me. And then behind me, I have the talkers. And then the guy that plays Orpheus is fantastic, but he's a side mouth singer. So he he sings. He sings like, look at me in the camera. He's like this. He's like, I love you. And we're, we discussed this in intermission. Oh, Popeye. He's like Popeye. Oh my God. So Jen and Lisa are so distracted by side singer. That's what we're with double S. So, so side singer starts singing his last love ballad and and something has happened. So Paige is now sniffling. She's audibly crying oh. and sniffling, you know, like I feel bad for her. So I have Paige, I have Paige crying, 
And then side singer starts singing. And Jen is like squeezing my leg like, what the hell is going on? So then I want to comfort Paige because that's my girl. That's my friend. And I feel bad because she's obviously in the moment, you know, as we all should be. So I'm sitting there distracted by side singer. And then so side singer is singing a really sad song. And this is basically toward the end of the play. And he's like this. He goes, and there is a loud animal like grunt that breaks the silence once again behind me and at that it's like a loud right at the conclusion of side singers big love ballad a sad song so Jen looks down and I can see Jen and Lisa's shoulders bouncing up and down and I am sitting there (laughs) and I'm now praying to every religious figure out there. Yes. I don't care. I am the buffer. I'm in the middle and I do not want Paige to think we're laughing at the performance. I do not want, I, I want to comfort Paige. I'm trying to keep it together and my throat I am hurting so bad because I am seconds from losing it and laughing hysterically because Jen can Jen and Lisa are laughing to the point because Grunter is grunting and then side singer starts singing again. And I'm like, there is so much going on that my poor little mind can't like comprehend. So the moment the show got over, you guys will love this. This is so Jason. So I stand up because there's like they do the they do the curtain call and then Paige warned us that they do a fun little sad they do like a little uh, song at the end of like a goodbye like a so long farewell so we're all standing up and I all I want to do is get the hell out of there because we're just and then they start singing it and I start clapping prematurely. Like I, I clap oh, no. before the be song's done. over. They're like, they're like, goodbye, audience. And I start clapping and Jim goes, stop clapping. It's not over yet. And I'm like, oh God, I'm the only one clapping. Oh God, this is yeah. fantastic. <laughs> it was, oh God, my butthole, like my butt, my butthole fell. Like it's, I left my butthole in New York. I really did. I have no rear end because it was so clenched.